like... Oh, no, you're facing the wrong direction. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to go outside, to fail, to succeed, and to listen to loud music. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hi, I'm Chewbacca. Nope. <laughs> I'm Rob Stenzinger. You had one line. I had one job. You had one line in the intro. Uh, I just think about Chewbacca too much. How you so. doing tonight, Chewy? <laughs> Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. What's our, uh, what's our thing, our topic, our focus for this conversation? Summertime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Summertime. Was there like, a Will Smith like rap summertime? Yeah, totally. It was a very yeah, it's good groovy uh nineties. Summer hit. jam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it Is that your best summer summer jam? My best summer jam. Uh I don't have a summer jam really. I mean I, I stumble on them incidentally sometimes. Um You never had like a summer anthem? No, I mean, I just collect songs and I like them or whatever. Depends. They're seasonless. I can remember one summer, and this was when I was older, but I can remember one summer there was a um, the Kid Rock song, Cowboy. Oh. That was like the summer jam. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Cranked up, car, windows down, going to the beach. Ah. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Phew. I I can roll with that. So yeah, I mean, so some folks who have a summer jam, I can hang out with and be like, oh, this I hear this song a lot recently. It's summer out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Sorry, you just kind of sounded like my grandpa there. Yeah. Yeah. You never I, like in high, in uh, junior high, high school. You just you never had that summer song. I love song. songs. I mean, it's, so if a song comes up, it doesn't matter what the season is, oh. right? Does so it, but, I just have jams. I don't have season jams. All right. Well, do you remember a jam that you had when the weather may have been nice outside <laughs> that you maybe discovered at that period of time? I, I realize that then you do not seasonally discriminate with your music and you yeah. listen to it in all seasons, but maybe you discovered it in the uh, All summer. season, just like my tires. I'm a responsible uh, <laughs> listener, and anyway, um, no, I let's see summer summer related champs. Well, sure, I mean, there's stuff like I remember as a teen working at Burger King, and and like people would be jamming out all the time to stuff. Sometimes just um, there was a couple of young gentlemen who who would sing the song, same song, so I'd know the, I would know the lyrics before, and I would, I would hear a song and be like, oh yeah, this is what. You know what? Um, you know Scott and Brad were singing, whatever. I'm like, oh, they didn't make that up, but like, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so you know, you've you got your your dance tunes over the years, and that's that's what happens. And what did Scott and Brad sing? Do you remember anything? Oh, they were very into. Um, oh, I mean, they were they were into like '90s rap or like late '80s, early '90s rap. So okay. things like. Uh, um, like a little Rob, run. Rob Bass. Um, yeah. Yep. Sunshine um, and rain. Yep. Uh, the digital run. underground. Oh, right. Humpty dance. A Humpty dance. Yeah. I was going to say run DMC. That's a tough one to share with the kids, right? The Humpty dance. Yeah. It's, it's got, 
it's got it's a good jam and it's awesome tone to it and it's such a like i love the texture of that song but like yeah that's the uh, there's too many questions that come with that song <laughs> i'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to it yeah i um yeah so all right so we're reminiscing summer jams whatever so you yeah. what's your okay what's a big so so kid rock was a summer jam this sounds i don't believe that that was your only summer jam so the, oh come i'm on. sure not give me give me another summer jam um You know, back in the day, there were a few um, Madonna songs, mm. you know, kind of any hit she had. Okay. That would be a big sure. summer jam. Um, sure, sure. Papa Don't Preach. True Blue. And that one wasn't so much a summer jam. It had to be something you could really. Oh, it has to be edgy. I don't know. I grew up in a small town, so yeah, I think it had it had to be a little edgier. Okay, sure. It had to be like maybe a threat a threat of uh the, the dance getting shut down. Footloose. Footloose was another good summer jam. <laughs> it's, it's a prophetic summer I have, jam. I have no idea what made me think of that right now. I I don't understand these references. <laughs> so what um all right. Uh, summertime. So it is summertime. It is summertime where we are at and we have been enjoying our summer and, you know, here in Minnesota, <laughs> that I'd say it like I'm supposed to, um, we spend so much of the year where it's cold and really cold and then really, really cold that in the summertime, I think, you know, we really, everything feels different. Um, the pace is different here, and uh, there's a lot of time spent outside and lakes and parks and cabins and all of that is a really big part of the culture here. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun to spend an episode talking about, you know, what is it that we like to do in the summertime? Um, you know, we still work, so it's not like we have summers off, mm-hmm. um, but we do try to do a few fun summertime things. And then again, just kind of from the music reminiscing, you know, what are your favorite memories growing up of summertime? That's funny. I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember a lot of hanging out with, with friends. I grew up on a street with a lot of, uh, um, you know, kids within a, an age range that we were pretty well, you know, easily matched as far as hanging out, interested in similar things and whatever. And, and some of, sometimes with, we'd introduce different music to one another, but like, you know, we ended up having this collection of stuff we listened to. I remember, um, you hanging out with sort of a, a mono speaker boom box in my, oh, in sure. my garage. And we would, sometimes it would just be just like playing board games or whatever. I mean, the, the garage was, was cooler than other places. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, sit on the garage floor with some music and, and play different games and stuff. That was fun. Or sometimes build something. Yeah. We did a lot of kickball. Yeah. A little bit of softball, a lot of kickball. We had empty lots. Ah, uh, okay. Around Maybe. us. What kind of lots? Like what kind of terrain? Like Not of, great. Okay. Not Just like, like rough dirt or rough yeah. rocks and stuff? Yeah, rough dirt and rocks okay. and... Hmm. Um, so a couple of trees, you know, lots that eventually would be developed into houses, Sure, but you know, we had empty lots around us. And so we'd play a lot of kickball, a little softball. Nice. You ever do some kick the can? Yeah. We played some kick the can Mm -hmm. at night. 
Well, yeah. I mean, kick the can during the day is it's a little uh, less interesting. Right. Yeah. And so we similar. We had, you know, a lot of kids in the same neighborhood. And so we, you know, ran probably a two block radius. Sure. I remember, yeah. though, having a lot of freedom in the summer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different. I know that, um, I mean, I, we grew up in the time of, uh, it was just, yeah, the, so we're Gen X and then you have the, the combination of the boomers or the greatest generation, or no, no, the boomers or the lost generation who were our, our parents, right. Mm-hmm. Of our, um, typical, typical range of, of ages. And they would be like, yep, I got to go to work. Here's some key. Here's the key to the house and a few rules. Don't burn it down. Right. And survive. And that was, that was it. And we did. And we yeah. would run and play all day. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop and watch some cartoons. Plenty of that. Oh my gosh. So like some of my favorite things would be, um, honestly, I was never good at this, but like I had friends who were pretty good at skateboarding. Yeah. And I used to skateboard as a transport, transportation uh, for the most part where, uh, I could really move point A to point B zooming on that thing. Yeah. And it was, this was not the banana board. This was not the, the, um, it was like the, the larger, uh, ramp size board that was popular at the time. Okay. So it was pretty stable. You could really get moving on it. And uh, f- f- we, we, I would hang out with some friends and we'd watch like skateboarding videos and see people who were doing awesome tricks. Um, things that people recorded on VHS or had rented or bought right on VHS. Wow. And then we'd go p- practice and that's pretty edgy. Try that stuff. Yeah. We would watch He Man and then She Ra and then The Facts of Life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so plenty of that, plenty of, um, like, I mean, sometimes escaping the heat. Some, some friends had a air conditioning, you know, yep. that'd be nice. We'd sit in our basement. Our basement was like yeah. concrete bunker. Sure. It helps. Yeah. I'm basements and that the concrete was, I don't know, something about it. Get It really dissipated that heat. Yeah. Uh, compared to, you know, asphalt and wherever, but, um, let's see, there's, uh, what else? I did a lot of um, like riding my right around on my BMX. The kind of things that like that, that a lot of entertainment, in my opinion, is is doing plenty of um, nostalgia play, right? So stuff like oh. Stranger Things. Oh yeah. But you know, Stranger Things without superpowers and any real you danger. You didn't have any superpowers or danger. Not really. Man. I mean, not other than we didn't wear helmets, which was dumb. But you know, we didn't know there weren't that many helmets easily available. There the weren't time. that many helmets. Well, BMXers look. You we either look like you them. were. You either look like you were dressed up for Mad Max, and you're going to wave a bat around your head when you rode your bike, or <laughs> you just were on a bike. Right. Yeah. yeah, we didn't wear helmets on bikes. I wasn't riding a BMX bike. My nice silver three speed, though. Hey. Oof. You can get moving on that. I fell off um, it a number of times. Oh, right. Uh, but that was kind of my su- my summer thing, I guess, was crashing my your bike. Recurring. It's that. That's more of a. Um, okay, so it's more of a heat stroke thing. Summer, <laughs> yeah. That's a probably less in the jam and <laughs> like wonderful memory category. I don't know, right. but maybe you survived. I did. I survived. I survived. Cut my head open both times, Yikes. and my legs, my knees. Oh, just demolished my knees. I still have the scars from those. Oh, funny! I've, I've got some skateboarding scars myself. So that's a summertime mm-hmm. memory. Skateboard or scars? Skateboard <laughs> scars. <laughs> well, it depends on your yeah mode of transport, but yeah. 
Do you have any uh, memories of any summertime trips? Did you ever go on a summertime trip? Okay, so trips. At some point, I was um, old enough to easily go on like a few vacations with like my grandparents and stuff. And um, so they would actually, um, they rented a cabin at a, at a lake that I think my impression, because they seem to know everybody when we would go from, you know, go to the oh, yeah. tavern or barber or whatever. Right. And they're like, you went to the barber. They knew. Every- so there was a pretty awesome place called the clip joint. And the, <laughs> I haven't heard this story before. The clip joint. Um, I didn't realize it was actually a barber place. Right. But it was like, they had like scissors and stuff. It was a tavern. But, like, you could get your hair cut there, too. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. And you can totally get a tombstone pizza made in one of those little toaster ovens and all that stuff. <laughs> I loved it as a kid. Yeah. And so I would be, you know, Remember fed the little quarters, square yeah. um, pepperoni. Yeah, tiny little. Totally. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, right. Being... Uh, and being not a meat eater at this point and then looking, reflecting, Playing, back, reflecting back to the, I worked days. at Burger King. Come on. Yeah. Right. <sighs> but, um, so you'd go to the clip joint. Yeah. So the clip joint had, um, it was, it was air conditioned and they had a jukebox, but they had also had the Pac-Man and they had a, the tanks game. So the, they had a, um, some video games, they had two video games. The, the tanks one was kind of a lot like the Atari tanks, but it was a, it was a, um, cocktail version like a deluxe one kind of a larger cocktail table and um the uh but yeah and pac-man right so yeah i was fed plenty of quarters to be able to keep that stuff going and then once in a while throw something in the jukebox or my cousins would right and my cousins actually did more jukebox stuff than i than video games but did you get a haircut while you were there uh i never did but this was this was the era where I would just be sat in a chair and then they would shave my head like I were in the matrix or something. <laughs> no. Yeah. So you just did whatever. This is probably one of the reasons why I still have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, overall, other than yeah. having your head shaved, that sounds like a pretty great memory. Yeah. It was, it was a really neat place. It, it's, it was, you know, time away, felt like vacation, different adventures, being at a lake, yeah, um, you know, swimming. No, just boats, you and your stuff. cousins and your grandparents, yeah. or did, were there parents there too? Uh, most of the time, no. But sometimes, oh, wow, that'd be yeah. that's daring of grandma and grandpa. It kind of was, but Throw I think you all in the lake and I, I think kick the back. stakes were yeah somewhat relatively low. You know, given we were old enough to not. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. We made it. <laughs> we all survived. Yeah. So, yeah, so how about you? Did you do some vacationy things? You know, I, for the most part, no. I mean, I remember we would visit relatives, right? So I can remember going to aunt and uncle's houses um, in the summertime, kind of things like that, just for like a kind of a long weekend or a quick weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do remember one summer, and I think my older brothers must have been like either high school or, or just starting college. Mm. Uh, Cause there's a gap. I had three really older brothers and then two of us that were, well, my next closest brother was still four years older, but closer in my age. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, I feel like it was just the younger two, myself and my brother and my parents. And we went to a cabin and 
I feel like there were some relatives staying nearby, but I might have like two different memories kind of combining. Could be. You have a pretty but giant I, family too, so. Yeah, but I remember. Statistics are on the side of relatives being near. Yeah. I, um, I remember being in this cabin and it was probably a dump, but as a kid, I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. I just remember it had this <laughs> like super tiny, weird kitchen and this weird um, linoleum floor. Hmm. And. That's all I, re- I just remember the kitchen about it. I remember it had a beautiful view of a lake. And I remember we went berry picking. Hmm. And I thought that was the coolest event I had ever done in my life. My mom and I went berry picking. I think my dad and my brother probably went fishing. And my mom and I went berry picking and came back with just buckets full of, I want to say blueberries and a few raspberries. Hmm. And I thought it was the best food I'd ever eaten. Like it was just, there was something about having gone and picked them myself. That's great. Um, and just having that kind of one-on-one time with my mom. I just remember it being just kind of the, a really great memory and a really great experience. Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, so, and do, do you think these kind of things stand out a little more or something for folks who have, have a, really cold half of it. Like we pretty much have six months of weather where you can go outside and not die. And then six months where you'll probably, you know, die <laughs> where they tell you on the news, how long you can be outside. Yeah. It's slightly a joke, but not too far from, right. from the, from the truth. Yeah. I don't so know. It's, I don't know. Like, I, I well, guess and I think too, just being in Minnesota, we have so many beautiful lakes. True, we have true. so much beautiful it's such a contrast because um, you go nerd. like the, the, the winter is, has a beauty as well, Yes, but it's not as friendly in some ways. And then the, the summer is, is such a different landscape. Oh, it's totally, yeah, it's fair. It feels very different. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. if that's part of it where we get extra. We get extra nostalgic and know. extra excited about mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go now berry picking. Can we just <laughs> sure. pause this and come back? I yeah, I I <laughs> probably not now. <laughs> we kind of reveal like oftentimes we, we record in the evening. Yeah, I know. Um, it's kind of late to go berry picking. We're also a bit late in our um collective history to just leave your kids at home like that. <laughs> That's true. I guess in my head I was going to wake them up, but <laughs> <laughs> well, then then fine. <laughs> We can go for it. Maybe a little early in the season. Okay. We are, though, you know, working to make good memories for our kids as well and and have some fun um, things. And we have a couple of times since we've found children in our lives. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Done done the thing where we go and stay at a cabin and Mm -hmm. with family, right? Just like we were talking about, right? Yep. Aunts and uncles, grandmas and grandpas cousins and and go have those experiences and i think that is important and seems to be a highlight of everyone's summer what on the years that we do it i know we we haven't done it every year but we've done it a couple of times yeah i mean it's it's um it adds up to having just new experiences and stories to tell and times to refer back to i think it helps when um I, I don't think we're alone. We, you know, take plenty of photos and then we look back at them at different times. There's no regular ritual to, you know, to do like, oh, we, now we're going to look at 
you know, it's our, our monthly list of photos or whatever, but I could see <laughs> doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, but we, we sort of incidentally do a few like, hey, remember when we did this? And then we'll pull up some photos and, and maybe even throw them on the TV. Yeah, and um, look through them. Yeah. But I think, too, the kids talk about and, and remember things because there are things that are different. You know, one of the places we like to go has a candy shop nearby, and that's, like, always a big deal is, is. can we go to the candy shop? Can we go to the candy shop? And I think it's mm-hmm. really funny, and it kind of tickles me. Um, each time they ask, um, and when when I say yes or when you say yes, they always have the same kind of, like, surprised reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just this, like, they're floating on clouds, like, all the way to the candy store. Uh-huh. Um, and then our oldest is very funny. She gets um, choice paralysis, and she wants to look at every single thing and maybe mm-hmm. do a little research project on, on every single thing. And can we have mm-hmm. this one, and can we have that one? And if I get this many of this, can I have that many of that? And or the little ones like <laughs> buy me that candy. I'm done. I'll be outside. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. They're, they're different styles. And, um, yeah. And we do care about ingredients and stuff yeah. and whatever. And, and so we just, we learned that this candy shop has a sort of, uh, not quite recipe book, but sort of a, a big bundle of, of ingredients in a three ring binder. Yeah, they have a binder of for all everything. the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I think places are supposed to. I think places are Oh sure. Yeah. Oh, is it like kinda like the the data the, the data safety guide or how was that whatever that where Yeah, they had to post to the calories of each thing up on the big Or even like chemicals boards. you, you yeah. use in a business, right? Oh, this cleaner has that and that cleaner has this. Whatever. Yep. Hmm safety sheets or I'm forgetting the name, but yeah. So this candy store, so we were there recently, we were, um, doing the cabin thing and we were, uh, in the candy store and the candy store has an ice cream shop in the back and there was a giant long line. I'm going to tell the ice cream story. Uh Oh, there was a giant line and I said, well, I'm going to stand in the line. And you kind of raised an eyebrow at me like for real. And I'm like, I'm sure it'll go fast. And it did. It moved pretty fast. It surprisingly fast. Yeah. To me. Cause there was a lot of people back there. You know, ice cream shop, candy shop, summertime. Yeah, everyone's Minnesota. like on vacation. Let's treat yeah. treat it up. So one by one, the kids would come over, and I would say, "You got to tell me what kind of ice cream you want." And they had twenty eight or thirty eight. I can't remember flavors of ice cream. Hmm. And so again, the place is packed, and we're standing there, and the oldest one is reading the list of all of the ice creams, and I hadn't read the list yet. And she turns around and she's got a very, her voice carries. She's got a very loud voice, just her conversational tone. Both of our children can project. Yes, can project. And she turns around and she says to me, Mom, you should get the exhausted parent, which was a name of one of the ice creams. (laughs) And I didn't know it. So I went, what? And like six grown adults all burst out laughing back in the ice cream shop. It was very funny. So when it was my turn to order ice cream, you bet it. I ordered some exhausted parent. Mm. <laughs> it was like a bourbon ice cream with chocolate, with dark chocolate chips and coffee beans well, yeah. or something yep. in it. Yep, yep. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, it had awesome flavor. So let's see. The... <laughs> I don't know. What's funny is like, the, the, yeah, summer memories are a little different because we can switch up the routine 
Uh, there's more flexibility in schedules. There's not infinite flexibility, but there's just, there's different adventures than throughout the year. Well, and, and you know, the kids can go out in the yard and play and mm-hmm. play and play and play and play and play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do that somewhat in the wintertime, right? We'll go out and we'll build snow forts or they'll mm-hmm. go out and build snow forts. Sure. But um, it's just different. Yeah. They can really, they can really be out there and hang with the neighbor kids and play and um so what about one thing about the making memories is is um i mean we kind of we all contribute to it so we will do like a quick family meeting and then oh yeah "Yeah, what's what what does everyone want to do this weekend or this week yeah and uh i think it's i think that adds to some of the meaningfulness when it's like hey we're all doing and when one of the kids are, is, is aware of it, like, well, this is what I wanted for us all to do, and, and yeah. we're, we're doing that. It does. It may, you can see it. they have a pride in that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've approached this a couple of different ways in the past, and I know we've podcasted about it and talked about it, but in the past, we have done um, very formal summer bucket lists. Yeah, we've tried, yeah, and we've podcasted about it. Too. Yeah, totally. Yep. And we've kind of posted the the list, and you know, we pick things off the list, mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. And we've had mixed success. We've had a couple of years where that's been just fantastic, mm-hmm. and a couple of years where I think it was a little bit challenging. Um, like just the, some of the things on the list or the ideas on the list isn't where we were, or wasn't it? It just it didn't kind of fit, mm-hmm. you know. And so I really like how we've been kind of approaching it this summer where we do kind of sit down and make a plan, you know, on the weekend of, you know, what's something everybody wants to get done today or what's something people want to do this weekend mm-hmm. or what's on your, you know, your goal list in your, in your mind, you know. Absolutely. And so what we do is, so we'll, we've got a few places where we might capture that. It's not like this, it's very, um, you know, rote repeatable, always the same way ritual, right? So if we're by a, you know, like a dry erase board, we'll write it there. If we're by some sticky notes, we'll write those, whatever, right? But people get to see essentially their ideas get captured and then, then, you know, shared in this collective space. And then it, it affects what we end up doing. It really does. And Mm -hmm. it's really fun to watch the kids kind of think about what are some things that we can do. And, you know, and we emphasize, um, doing things that don't cost a lot of money. Cause I think originally when we would first kind of start doing this every time it was like, I want to go to the mall and go shopping or can we go to a water park? And we just, we haven't experienced that that much this, this summer mm-hmm. where they're really more thoughtful about what things they want to go do and where, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's more activity based. Like, um, what did the, the little one said? Um, I think it was this weekend. Um, can we have family drawing time and cutting? She's into cutting paper mm-hmm. and cutting and gluing. And so she wanted us to have some time where we all sat down as a family and we 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 did our we do a family drawing kind of experience. Mm-hmm. So that has like a specific meaning. And then she's like, and let's let's do some cutting and pasting, basically. Absolutely. Um, a couple of. So if, if someone's listening to this and so part of it, like I get self-conscious with some of this where it's like, I mean, we're not in, we're not a, uh, we, we post stuff on Instagram, we post whatever, but we're not, we're not like a, a, a lifestyle of, um, 
like we're, we're, we're not trying to brand our family as like having, you know, infinite perfect experiences that Oh my are, goodness, no. They're all easy to photograph and tell the world. I mean, there's plenty of, of uh, you know, puzzles and challenges and ups and downs, people in different emotional states and all that kind of stuff. But we, we navigate it and, and we, we say, all right, what do we want to do? And, and yeah. we end up, you know, channeling all that energy as best we can here and there. It's, it's, it's messy, but it ends up um, over, you know, over... I don't know. We, we introduce those experiences over time and, uh, that it's, let's see. And then we, we acknowledge them and we listen all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just wanted to point out the, that there's a, there's a, there's not a simple, um, yeah, we're, we're a regular odd bunch of humans trying to, (laughs) you know, um, yeah, I think we are a very, typical family and we have good days and great memories and we have challenging times just like anybody else and I mean we had we had um, lots of meltdowns actually really recently Mm -hmm. we went um, it was just recently the 4th of July oh yeah that that introduced and we decided to go um, late at night to watch the fireworks Mm -hmm. which was a ton of fun it was great but it was two and a half hours past bedtime and in a way that yeah he's right it it really threw off our typical schedule threw off our typical schedule and it came on the heels of having just had a visit with grandma and grandpa where the calendar was all off and so everybody was overtired Mm -hmm. and there was just not a lot of coping skills for our kids and that really all kind of came to a head and there were a lot of big feelings and a lot of big emotions and Went, of course, it wasn't that day, right? But it was sort of right. like the, the the day and a half to two days after. Oh, where, absolutely. Where, where it was kind of like everyone was kind of, uh, not every, well, I mean, the, the, the kids were thrown off, whatever. I mean, yeah. we're, um, I feel like we overall are, are getting pretty good sleep um, as parents. Yeah. But, I feel well rested, which is unusual for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but definitely that that time for, for our little ones was... Um, yeah, it it really threw things off for them and whatever. But and so we've been, um, I don't know. I just wanted to point out some of that. Some well, of I want to add the, the rough stuff happens, and we we just you know we we roll with it. Everyone's welcome to have their their big feelings and whatever. So we may be sickening and annoying in some ways too. Like no matter oh, what, yeah, right? Yeah. But like I, I just I don't know. Just pointing out that that there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, no, of, we have plenty of problems and bumps. Yeah, and but that's um, just part of it. It is. It is part of it. And we work really hard to give the right messages and to say it's okay to have your big feelings. But I got to tell you that, you know, 10 minutes into the screaming and screaming and crying and screaming, I was like, it's okay to have your big feelings, but you might have to take them up to your room. Yeah. So, but so that one was, (laughs) there was a big, that, that meltdown was, was the, it was kind of, I mean, I don't think we'd seen something like that for a long time, a long time. Yeah. But it kind of, it made sense in the context of yeah. like, well, I mean, it just, it, it, it was so evidently f- like full of exhaustion yeah. in, in this, in this, you know, all, all those things that she was sharing and, um, yeah, but, but we're there and we work through it and. But I want to say one thing too, cause you know, you talked about, you know, where we do post some things on social media and sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, pictures of our family. And it's one thing I really struggle with because I don't want to have the like 
the social media presence that's just like, here's my perfect family doing all my perfect things. Exactly. We're not trying to spread the FOMO, right? Right. Like everyone should feel weird and sad and like they don't measure up because of, ha ha, look at this awesomeness. But on the other hand, and it's not really the other hand, but I don't have a better word for it right now. I would never stop and take a picture of my child in the middle of that meltdown. Oh, no way. Right? And yeah. so, and that's the part that's like, yeah, this isn't something I'm going to document. This isn't something I'm going to, yep, it happens, mm-hmm. but that's for, that's for her to, to have and to work through and to mm-hmm. move through. So anyway, that's, that's just the piece too, where every once in a while I see people kind of go extreme to the other way of, you know, here's real life. And it's like, uh, yeah, no, thanks. So, I'd, so no, I wouldn't want to do that either. Yeah. It's, um. But at the same time, it's it's basically adding a few, um, a few words to to, to caption some of that in, yeah. via our podcast, right? Absolutely. To, to be like, yeah, well, there's plenty of other you know times and experiences. <laughs> and we maybe maybe we'll bookmark this for another podcast. We could yeah. do a podcast of our parenting failures. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's got three hours to listen to that, <laughs> no, that's it. That could be interesting. Sure. <laughs> So, um, so we work to, um, yeah, I mean, so we're working on making new memories. It's not like we're saying, all right, now, now you both need to figure out how to ride BMX with no helmets and jump stuff. Right. But what makes sense right now for them and what what everyone's interested in. And that's, yeah, that's part of our work, you know? Okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. As an adult, as a, as a fully grown person, what's your favorite like summer tradition now as a, as a, as a grown person? Uh, let's see. Well, I think, I don't know. Like, so a tradition, like something that I would want to make happen every single year or, um, I've got a lot of, um, Uh, let's see. Well, let me give you an example. That Getting away with our family and figuring out, you know, some kind of yeah, we already talked about adventures. That, uh, those are that's pretty great. Yeah, I know that's not <laughs> new. I'm just I'm just doing a quick pointing at that. But what were you you were saying more? What? Well, so one of my favorite things is mm. that on the Fourth of July, I make fruit pizza. Oh yeah, fruit pizza. What's a fruit pizza? It's cookies. So you take sugar cookie dough and mm-hmm. you cook it and that's the crust. And then you put frosting and then you put fruit on top of it and then you eat it <laughs> all in one setting if you can. <laughs> no, not all in one setting. But I, I just, that has become like a thing I do. And I love that. That feels like summer to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Another thing Fruit that feels like great. summer to me is vodka lemonade. Oh, sure. I don't know that nice. I've had one yet this summer. No, me, yeah, I guess the the recipe evolves, right? It does, but, but yeah, so. that's a summer thing for yep. me. Interesting. What is so this? those are the kinds of things I was just curious about, like as a... Um, well, okay. I mean, I like to get out on my moped. <gasps> oh, yeah. You've been doing a lot of moped. And- yeah, I've, I have a, um, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a big, you know, fancy motorcycle, whatever, but... I don't even have a motorcycle license, but the thing is where we live, it's okay to have a 50cc little machine. I think 49cc. I think 50 is where you have to have a motorcycle license. Oh. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a delight to go, you know, cruise off and, and you know. Get tea? Yeah, get tea. <laughs> or, or It's a common morning request of, do you yeah. want to take the moped and go get tea? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love and that. It's really fun. Um, so let's see. Then, yeah, I just, it's, it's neat to do, let's see, what's another, what's another, well, okay, I like, like, I like, um, places with water, so, you know. Like to drink? Yeah. Well, no, that, well, I don't really tend to drink chlorinated water if I can avoid it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, little pools, water parks, things that are, you know. Yes. yeah, it's nice to get out to to that stuff. That is fun. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I don't know. I'm jazzed about summer. We're kind of in the middle of it, kind of in mm-hmm. the thick of it, and I think it's been fun fun to talk about, you know, what those past memories were and and mm-hmm. what we're doing now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, high five on a great topic. <laughs> um, and yeah, so for our friends in the the uh, southern hemisphere. I guess maybe this would be a more fun podcast to listen to in a few months or six months for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is the, you know, you know, this is our time to talk about it. This is our time. Northern hemisphere folk. So yeah. Oh yeah. What, one funny thing that comes up. So when we talk about going to a cabin, we find a way to, um, to go uh, rent a little space for some little time, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have, so there's lots of people who have a sort of oh, yeah. uh, like a dual existence where they have a, <laughs> they have a home or apartment or townhome or whatever is their main dwelling where they work and stuff. But then they have a place where they go re- recreate and, and it's, it, and it's their cabin. And that's, that's a really common thing growing up in Minnesota. Everybody's got a cabin. It feels like everybody's got a cabin. And, I thought, I mean, you, you grow up around that and you, you assume like, oh, I yeah, at some point I get a cabin. I'll get a cabin. Somebody That's gives you one, right? You're supposed to do as a, an adult, right? And, you know, then, you know, you're looking into it. Holy moly. It's quite a, it, it's, it's basically owning another house. Yeah, I don't need two houses to take care of, two yards to take care of. Twice the chores plus a giant commute. Right. Yeah. Well, and it, the commute is funny. Because Friday afternoons, like the highways going to like all the different cabin lands Mm -hmm. are just backed up. It's cabin traffic. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll see rush hour at like these other times going in, you know, places where you wouldn't expect because of that pattern where it's like, yep, "Yep, you're, you're at your house during the week and cabin on the weekend. And that's awesome. I, I still think that that's neat for those who make that work yeah but i i don't the more i think about it the less i want that yeah i know the maintenance would would be a killer for me yeah i don't need two houses to clean two lawns to mow (laughs) all that jazz yeah so well and then you know there's all that winter time right so what happens mm. to your cabin in the winter time is it winterized do the pipes burst? Depends, 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 right? So some folks, yes. Some folks, no. Oh, I remember you had a friend growing up and it was like, yeah. it was like you would go and do all this work. You got to put the dock in. You got to take the dock out. You got to. <laughs> I might have talked that up a little repave bit. Repave the we, driveway. We lollygagged we, we lolly quite a bit, but like 
um, in between there, we did do some chores, and uh, that was about just being good citizens at, be, to be able yeah. to get used to this cabin. And uh, but overall, in the grand scope of things, like you, you got a glimpse at. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that friends uh, they had a another layer to it. So like then if you say, well, hey, guess what? I want to share the share the burden of this, right? So what if there's some trusted friends, colleagues, family. or family members where you That's share a cabin? Right. So you you may as well share your toothbrush at, at whatever. <laughs> like it gets weird and personal so fast. And that's that's the best I could see as far as that. I was like, they had a, they had a journal that honestly we would read and laugh at. But <laughs> it was so intense and challenging for these folks to collaborate on this cabin project and, and to just keep it running for, for the years that, that I was able to witness it. That's funny. And I just was like... I think that started the whole, the, the, this is the reality of it. Right. Of like yeah. it's, it's a, it's way more work than you imagine. This isn't just a place where you go and chill out by the water. Yep. So anyway, I, I thought that that was the, the funny thing that I, I wanted to mention since we're talking about summer and we're in Minnes- yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh yeah. You betcha. <laughs> I don't know. Do we that, get paid for that? I mean, or is that I, just... I don't know. Well, I think cred? we get to. I think we get to stay in the state. Okay, there you go. That's true. They don't so, kick us out. If you don't bust out, at you betcha. I think it's um, quarterly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. I think we should move on to some picks. Awesome. So okay. I have an art pick. Do you have a science pick? Yeah. Do you I, want to go first or second? Uh, you know, I went first last time. You go first. All right. Good memory. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten. Um, my art pick today, first of all, I have to give a shout out is, um, and I don't normally do this, but I'm kind of, uh, this is um, fun to me, um, is to a blog called A Girl in a Glue Gun. And I just like that. Mm, good a, name. A Girl in a Glue Gun. Good names are hard to come by, and that's a really good one. Anyway, there's a, a blog post actually back from 2017 on this website, A, Glur- a Girl in a Glue Gun, that I think is fantastic and it's crafts and games for kids to do with painter's tape so it's all these different activities you can do with the blue painter's tape and i don't know if folks out there have kids or not but i think that blue painter's tape which you can buy in bulk online is one of the best inventions and i mean i know our kids play with it Mm -hmm. but there's everything from you know taking the tape and drawing or taping out on the floor, like racetracks for cars, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. little cities for, you know, just building and playing, um, um, hopscotch, you know, tape out a hopscotch. Um, and then of course a bunch of different paint activities where you can, you know, lay down the painter's tape and then paint and then peel up the painter's tape and see the different design kind of a, a reverse or a, what is that called? A resist. A resist. Thank you. Um, so yeah, there's just a whole slew of really fun um, games and activities. Um, also, um, one that I thought was really cool was just even a jump, <laughs> a jumping um, like on your carpet, just putting different lines of painter's tape out, and then seeing how far they can jump, like a a long jump almost. 
Yeah. That they or could is it standing broad jump. I guess you could do it either way. Yeah. If you, if, yeah. Depending on Are how much you, space you have. Yeah. I guess yeah. long jump. There's some steps involved. But yeah, the standing broad jump. I guess is is more what it would be. Um, you know, doing some circles with a painter's tape like a target and rolling a ball into it. Just a ton of different games that you can do <laughs> with painter's tape, which oh, is that's cool. funny. is probably better wintertime activities, but it just, I don't know. There was a lot of fun things, fun ideas. So I wanted mm. to share that one. That nice. was my art pick. You could, you could tape uh, targets on each other and then whip water balloons outside in the sun at one another. Yes, you could. I frowned upon the throwing the water balloons at each other because it immediately led to hurt feelings. It does. Yeah. Good good point. Good point. But this would be a good that would be a good idea. Mm. They could make a If you're among peers of water balloon chuckers who are who feel, I don't know, comfortable and safe. There you go. Chucking at each other. Then just please put the targets on the backs. On your backs. Not your you know, front? on your face. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to tape your face. Even with painter's tape, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> That's my art pick. What do you have for science? Well. Is it, is it painter's tape related? Uh, it can be. Oh, good. It can be. Good. I like it when there's like a connection. Painter's tape is often blue, right? Yes. Yeah. And um, so what I have is related to how we see color. So to see the painter's tape... You, you need, need my your, pick. You need your science pick. All right. <laughs> all right. It was a little bit of a walk, but I like it. I'm buying it. Ah, yes. I can rationalize. So <laughs> the, um, okay. So I j- basically, I, I think it's really neat how we see color. And I've got a couple articles and a, uh, a TED Ed video to share that if it's just, I like a reminder from, from time to time, like how color works. And so that's what that's what I have is right. for folks who are like, yeah, I could use a refresher on how, you, how color works. You don't have any color blindness, do you? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> um, so I'm no, I'm, and I'm pretty sure I don't. But it's a great. That's I'm going to come back to that question. Okay, all right, all right. I'll wait. I'll hold. Um, so, how do we see color? And I mean, the the nutshell of it is, I mean, you have the retina behind it, which is in the back of your eye, and it has these these um, um, features called rods and cones. There's more cones toward the, the center of your retina, and then toward the edge, there's more rods. There's still some of each in each area, right? Yeah. And the idea of, of each, it, it, like the, the cones are really, they're, they're good at, there's a few kinds of cones and they, they can identify um, color well. Nice. But in lighter settings, in settings with more light. And then the, your rods, oh, no, sorry, darn it. Yeah, the rods, yeah, the rods are better with essentially just the value, the, the, the raw lightness or darkness, right? Okay. And so they are, are better at, um, well, they're, they're, well, because of where they, where they are, they're toward the edge of your retina. So things like your peripheral vision are less robust when it comes to seeing a lot of colors, but mm. then still good with like basic motion and stuff and peripheral things that, that, um, that don't need as much detail. Um, so, but, but yeah, and so you're, 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 so you have the, the sort of the, the brightness with the rods and then the color with the cones. And then you're able to see essentially um, like what uh, RG, RGB, right? So red, green, and blue uh, wavelengths of light. And then combinations of them allow you to perceive different colors. 
And that's our cat. I don't know if you heard it. Um, but let's see. All right. That's enough, Kitty. <clears throat> then <laughs> the, uh, whatever, Paper the Cat. Hey, hey, Paper the Cat, everybody. Welcome everybody, to the show. Paper the Cat. That's our, that's our breakout summer character hit of the summer. Sassy Cat Paper. All right. So, um, and that's, yes, the, the cat is named after Paper. But... Okay, so uh, just how we see color, color yep. right? So, so then the the combination of of, of seeing um, different amounts of the wavelengths that are green and red, um, like well, you can see yellow, right? And then combinations of of red and blue and all these, yeah, you basically that lets us perceive color, all the colors. Yep, <clears throat> and I, and it's it's so, so it's essentially it it's like a it's it's almost and this is my whatever art and science punk way of saying art punk. Yeah, that it's it's almost to me it's like a sight vocabulary. Like that's how your oh, brain sure. is making sense of the um, the combinations of color, and it, it, and so you you have a um, almost like a color symbol for yellow, even though you're not actually seeing yellow. I've always wondered if <clears throat> what you see as red mm-hmm. is what I see as blue. <laughs> so that okay. So back to, to to color blindness. There there are a variety of forms. I'm not an expert. I'm not going to do a great job describing them and whatnot. But there is a um, an app I've used to. So like let's say you're you're this is squishing territory between an art and science pick. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like let's say you're you um, I don't you have an image you want to use for something important, and so it's going to hit a wider audience. Uh, is it something you drew, something you painted, something a photograph or whatever? Uh, you can look at this with this utility called Sim Daltonism, and it allows you to pick different filters that are related to different types of color blindness. Oh, interesting! So you could see how somebody yeah. with color blindness would so, view it. Yeah, check this out. Check that out. Yeah. Did you see or how that changed? Like yeah. I, I hovered over the this. So some Daltonism is an app that lets. So you see what this looks like right now, and I put this this little window there. Wow. Yeah. So what is that showing me? Somebody with what? Um, it. I have it simulating right now with a filter of red green confusion for protonopia. And so it has red-green confusions of uh, deuteranopia, uh, deuteranomaly, protonopia, and protoanomaly. Oh, say that and four also times fast. Yellow-blue confusion of tritonopia and tritonomaly. Also monochromacy and partial monochromacy. That's crazy. And what's the name of this tool? Sim Daltonism. That's very cool. Yeah. I mean, so, well, I don't know what I would I'm ever gonna hover use over this that eye in the apple. So, like, let's say you had a really important image. You wanted to make sure, like, it still was perceivable and, and made sense in some way. No, I get that. I'm just like, saying me personally. Like, I don't... You personally. Oh, yeah, right. I don't... Yeah, yeah. If you're not making an image for a wide audience, then... Yeah. I don't do design work online, so... There you go. At least, right, not yet, not now. Sure. I mean, who knows what my next um, venture might be. And so, for you, I would imagine, like many things, it's like edutainment. Yeah, it's, it's very neat. Yeah. And it's a, this is a free app, I think. So that is a great pick. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Although so, I think, that's how in we fact, see color. in fact, I think it was two picks. But is it? Yeah, it you know really kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Ideas are made of 
things that contribute to the overall idea. So I think I had one pick. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. Agree? Agreed. All right. And now that paper has made uh, her debut on the Art and Science Punks podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll have to work her into the intro and the outro. Mm. She is in the in the, the new banner on the website. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've been doing a few iterations and experiments with the with the the look of our web presence. Fantastic. That the fireside site. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. All right. Well thank you for listening and for being a part of our Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, tell us more about where people can find us online. Well, some, I mean, honestly, you can find our cat sometimes. We post, we post pictures of her occasionally on Instagram. Yep. Um, I wish, I don't know if we've done in our main, our, our art and science punks Instagram, which that's how you can find us on Instagram is the username art and science punks. Nice. But if you want to find us on Twitter, we are art science punks. Yes, we are. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm. And we are available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can reach me at our Art and Science Punks Instagram page or as Kate Stensinger on Instagram. Well, and you can, uh, well, you can reach out to me on our uh, Art and Science Punks page, but also I'm on Instagram as Rob Stenzinger, and I know for sure I've posted pictures of Paper the Cat there from nice. time to time. Fantastic. Keep building, making, and sharing. I'm going to find that. I'm going to find that picture. Okay, nice. <laughs> wow. It's fu- oh, this is weird. She's got, oh, what's funny is um, she has a look of intensity. It's just going to, I mean, she reminds me of that famous painting of Biggie Smalls. <laughs> oh, my God. It reminds me you of could that. Color, you could color correct that photo. Yeah. I'll throw some filters on there. She's the king. <laughs> <laughs>